Calling records vinyl is much like calling a fence wood or a surfboard fiberglass. Vinyl is the material that the record is made of. And before vinyl, there was shellac, and before shellac, there were giant cylinders made of zinc and glass. But that was way back in 87. 1887. But let's get back to what is vinyl. Its creation was a part of the plastics boom in the early 1900s. Material scientists of the time were constantly innovating with these synthetic polymers that seemed to outperform other materials such as wood, ceramic, metal, and glass in various respects. Then, in 1920, they discovered vinyl. Vinyl is a synthetic plastic called polyvinyl chloride. It is not a natural substance, but is a synthetic man-made material. It is made from ethylene, which is found in crude oil, and chlorine, which can be found in regular salt. When processed, both of these substances are combined to form polyvinyl chloride, aka PVC. It is more commonly referred to as just vinyl. Fun fact, depending on the creation process, polyvinyl chloride or PVC can be turned into PVC piping or vinyl records. Now, let's journey back to 1948. Backed by Columbia Records, the first vinyl record was introduced at the soon-to-be standardized 33 rpm speed. It used micro-groove plastic to extend a 12-inch record's playtime to 21 minutes on each side. That was about 42 minutes of basically uninterrupted music. But to give some context, let's compare where we were just one year prior, in 1947. World War II had ended just two years ago, and people are still enjoying their music at home, one five-minute song at a time on their 78 RPM shellac records. This shift from a record holding two songs, one on each side, to holding a full-length album was historic. It cemented vinyl records' prominence in the music industry and forever changed the way we listen to music. Here's another fun fact for you. Jalak is made from the female lac bug. These tree-dwelling bugs secrete lac, which hardens and cakes onto the tree. This resin-like substance is scraped off and dissolved in bulk quantities to be reshaped into the disc record. Its natural resistance to moisture is what made it first popular among music records and was known to, as a natural plastic. While easily scratchable, it did have one downside. One drop and the record would break into hundreds of tiny pieces. To put it simply, it's fragile. Today, most record players still come with an RPM setting with three switches, 33, 45, and 78, although hardly anybody has 78 records anymore. That is because 78s were mainly shellac records, and most of them are either broken or in highly protective cases. In the late 70s, when the Walkman was introduced, records slowly began going out of use. Eventually, that led us to CDs and even iPods, and now you can listen to music on just about any digital device. As we embrace the future of free digital music, there was a small minority who were pushing back. 
In 2008, for the first time since 1984, the sale of LPs rose, and it wasn't a minor fluctuation. Vinyl sales increased by 89%. Since then, sales have steadily risen over the years, with an estimated 9.7 million vinyl record sales in 2018 alone. Now that we've talked a little bit about what vinyl is as a material, let's talk about an artist who uses it in his practice. Christian Marclay, who is now 60 years old, has been a musician as long as he has been an artist. He was one of the first people in the late 1970s and early 80s to scratch records on a turntable. He's a visionary figure whose work seamlessly traverses the realm of visual arts, music, and performance. Born in San Rafael, California in 1955, Marclay later moved to Switzerland, where he gained prominence and became a pioneering force in the art world. But what truly sets him apart is his unique approach to blending art and sound, which has captivated audiences across the globe. He creates intricate compositions and soundscapes by manipulating and recontextualizing everyday objects and cultural artifacts, blurring the lines between music and visual art. Inspired by the energetic nature of performance art and the punk rock genre, Marclay collaborated in a number of musical projects, including those with guitarist Kurt Henry, in which Marclay uses of the turntable as an instrument earned him recognition as inventor of turntablism. Throughout his education, Marclay expressed interest in the Fluxus movement and cited the influences of John Cage and Yoko Ono. Noise experimentation became a central focus of his art, and Christian Marclay is known for his manipulation of vinyl records to produce new sounds, as demonstrated by his recycled record series which he sliced apart vinyl records and reassembled the shards to create new sequences of sound. Marclay incorporates his passion of sound into his art, which blends music and the technology involved in its production. One of Marclay's notable albums is Records Without a Cover, a vinyl record that consists solely of locked grooves. Instead of a traditional cover, the record itself becomes a work of art. The album was sold as an LP record with no cover or protective packaging, such that the damage from shipping, storing, and playing the record becomes a part of the work. By disrupting the conventional listening experience and creating an object that is both visual and auditory, Marclay invites us to reconsider the relationship between music, sound, and the physicality of records. Another notable piece from the Recycled Records series is Body Mix. In this work, Marclay assembles fragments from different records to create a life-size silhouette of a dancing figure. By carefully selecting and arranging the vinyl fragments, he's not only capturing the essence of movement, but also introduces an element of rhythm and music into the visual representation. Christian Marclay's influence can be felt in the world of contemporary art beyond his own work. He has inspired a new generation of artists to explore the intersections of sound, technology, and visual art, fostering and reimagining the boundaries between disciplines.